Welcome to the Empowered Podcast with Deanna Merlino, an all-encompassing personal development show where I will be sharing with you just how to transform yourself into the best version of you, both inside and out. From wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and manifestation, I'll be showing you exactly how to live your best life. I will be keeping it as real and raw as it gets. So get ready to peel back the layers and really transform yourself under the surface because nothing is better than finding your purpose and living this life as your true, authentic self. Welcome back, Empowered Fam. I'm so excited today because I have Savannah back. She's been on the podcast before, and we have something juicy coming up. So we wanted to pop on and just share all the things and kind of talk about why we're doing this. But before we jump in, Sav, if you just want to like reintroduce yourself and give a quick synopsis of who you are. Mm, thank you. Mm-hmm. Hi, everyone. If you don't know me already, it's great to meet you. I'm Savannah. Um, I'm a mindfulness facilitator, a Reiki master, and I focus a lot on one-on-one healing with people who want to balance their inner masculine and feminine, who are seeking healing, moving through big transitions. And this is really my my soul's work. I have a deep passion for helping people. I'm deeply empathetic. And through my own journey of healing and spiritual awakening, I've come to a place where I feel so motivated and so lit up to help others along their journey as well. So I created my business Solstice Meditation and have been doing Reiki healings, one-on-one sessions, classes, events, retreats since 2020. I'm so happy to be here and to be connected with Deanna. Thank you for coming back on. Um, We love I love having you in my world. We love having you in our world. We obviously try and incorporate you in any way that we can, um, which kind of led to why we're here today. Um, And before we talk about the event, we just kind of want to talk about what it is that we're talking about. So our event is going to be based around somatic healing. And Sav and I thought it would be a good idea to share about somatic healing, what it is, a little about trauma and just just that kind of stuff. Is there anything you want to start with, Savannah? I kind of just want to invite everyone to, if you're able to take a moment to just place your hand on your belly and take a deep breath. Feel yourself sink into this present moment and be in your body. Allow yourself to find a little bit more relaxation than you did before you started listening. And in some small way, offer yourself a little token of gratitude for how you're showing up, where you are in your journey, where you are right now, and how far you've come. That gave me full cold chills. And honestly, that's such a, I'm so glad that you did that. I'm so glad you were called to that. It's such a good practice that we should do daily. And the first thing I always think whenever I say, or someone says, this is something you should do daily because we have so much stress. We have so much to, to juggle. The first thing that comes up is people are usually like, I'm too busy or I don't have time. And that's exactly why we need to incorporate that because taking those little moments, like I am so much more grounded than I was three minutes ago, just from taking that moment with myself. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot. It's so simple. Mm -hmm. It's just, sometimes you just need those reminders. We live in such a fast paced world that almost glorifies the go, 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 the do, do, do. And, um, I think we can all agree that that is just simply not sustainable. (laughs) So it starts with us, truly. It starts on the individual level so that we can show up with a full cup to all of our other responsibilities and our relationships and our community. So 
thank you for doing that with me. I'm so glad that you brought up that comment about how society is. And I'm so glad that we're shifting out of that paradigm of that hustle culture and that go, go, go and the push against everything all the time so that we can all surrender a little more and come back to ourselves and our natural state because that chaos is not it. When we talk about healing, it's because we have traumas. And so I would love to talk about trauma a little bit. Um, And I'm going to start by just saying, you know, what trauma is, like what is trauma? And essentially what it is, is just when your nervous system is taking on too much of an event, too much of an experience, too much impact all at one time, and it's unable to process it properly. And then that gets stored within our body. And so a lot of times I think when we talk about trauma, we think the big things, the heavy hitters, right? The the severe childhood abuse or maybe rape or maybe, you know, a loss of a parent, but Grief is other things too. Grief can be something like grieving a version of myself that never got to be, especially as a mom. I can say that like there's sometimes I'll daydream and I'm like, that won't happen, not because I can't do it, but because I will never choose to be that person because I'm a mom and I that's not what I care about. It. It's not where my focus is anymore. That can be grief. Or um, I wanted to share something. I was thinking like, what? What are ways that I've experienced grief? And I think grief can also sometimes be something like when I was a child and, and this isn't super heavy, but it impacted my entire existence and who I am is when I was a child, my brother and I were like six years apart. And when he moved out and it was just me and I was, I was still young, I was like 10 ish, but my dad was still looking for that that sun energy looking for, you know, my dad was a hands-on worker, like work really hard, work, work, work and masculine, masculine, masculine. He did not present a lot of his feminine qualities. And so I, as a child wanting to please and wanting love became more masculine. I became a tomboy. I wanted to do all the things that my dad did. I want to learn how to build the house with you. I'm going to be really good at sports. I'm going to be really good at school because I want you to love me, love me, love me. And so because of that, as just like a normal child brain wanting to be loved and feel safe, I then got stuck and presented my masculine qualities always of go, 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 hustle, 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 work really hard to be successful. You know, I can watch sports with the guys. I can hang with the guys. I can be a cop and be the only girl in the police academy who did all the things. I got stuck in that, in that masculine way. And so like, that's a trauma too. That's in that. I think that it's important that we look at all the variations of trauma and respect them all equally. Yeah, absolutely. I love your reflection about that. And it makes me, it kind of, some things go off in my mind too, about, you know, little instances that seem, you know, incidental, or, you know, it wasn't your dad's intention to, you know, cut off a part of you, but for whatever reason, usually in childhood, there are situations, circumstances, or experiences that are out of our control that make us feel like not all of us is lovable or welcome. And so we, as children, and just to fulfill our need to be loved and to have acceptance by our caregivers, um, will abandon parts of ourselves in order to just get that love, just get our our needs met. And then usually it's later down the line in adult in our adult lives where we come to realize there's a missing part of me that I never felt safe to be in. And now I don't feel that that part of me is worthy to be here or worthy of having love or able to be loved because I never got that. And maybe at the time I didn't realize, but I really did need that. Yeah, absolutely. It's so huge and so, um, so overlooked by so many people. Um, inner child healing is so important and something that we do through our work for people, for ourselves consistently. I mean, even last night we were looking at some of our childhood stuff. Like it's a never ending um, process of investigation and and then dealing with it. Um, so yeah, I love that. I wrote down 
some um, symptoms of trauma or ways that your body is showing you that you have trauma. So people can really look at like, Hey, is this something? Cause again, some people don't realize they've had traumatic experiences because something quote unquote massive didn't happen to them. Um, so a couple things that I wrote down are excessive, uncontrollable crying, irritability, anger, fearfulness, flashbacks, replaying traumatic experiences again, nightmares or trouble sleeping, which was always huge for me, um, using alcohol or drugs as a coping mechanism, physical symptoms like stomach pain, stomach upset or headaches, chronic fatigue, hyper-awareness, um, jumpiness, excessive sweating, and fast, fast heart pace. So these are just some physical manifestations that may make you aware that you have some unprocessed trauma within your body. That's really amazing. And to add to that, I would say um, some emotional symptoms might also be hyperreactivity, excessive anger, hypervigilance, mm -hmm. always feeling like you have to watch your back or that people are out to get to you, um, trust issues, um, which usually stems from a disconnect in ourselves where we don't feel fully able to trust ourselves. And so how can we trust the world around us if that wasn't our reality as kids? Um, and I would also say um, intrusive thoughts. Yeah. And these are just some that I'm kind of pulling from my own experience as yeah. well. Everything I'm, I'm talking about, you know, and it, it manifests in different ways. Self-sabotage is really another one, because if we don't believe on a deep subconscious level that we're worthy of having love, uh, we will put ourselves in situations where even if we are in a good situation, we will do things or create scenarios to sabotage that. Because the deepest part of us doesn't truly believe that we're worthy of having it. It's so funny. All the things that we're talking about that we didn't like super plan on what we were going to talk about. I was literally going to create a podcast next about that exact thing because I'm seeing it present itself a lot with one of my coaching clients right now. And it's just making me aware of like how important it is to talk about this because we literally do. We self-sabotage ourselves all the time and we might think, oh, well, I would never hurt myself not intentionally, but our brains and our existence and our memories will, re because that's what we knew, it will continue to repeat itself in a loop, in a pattern to be like, hey, see, see, you're not worthy. Hey, see, see, you're not safe. Like that's what your ego knows. That's what it, that's just how we're programmed. And so it's so important that we look at these things and release these traumas and work through them so we can get out of those patterns and be able to actually see, believe, feel, know. I am safe. I am lovable, even if we're not perfect, because we're never going to be perfect. But every aspect of ourselves is worthy and is lovable. It's so true what you're what you're speaking to, Deanna. And I feel it is so important to, in our own healing process, not feel like we have to go back and fix ourselves as if we're some broken thing mm -hmm. that needs to be fixed, but rather heal by accepting and being with the parts of us that were traumatized mm -hmm. that are somehow frozen in time in those moments where we were violated or something happened that was out of our control or we experienced an intense amount of negative energy that our nervous systems couldn't handle at that time and going back to those places within our within our own minds through subconscious reprogramming and through somatic healing is so vital to coming into alignment with the totality of you, which is all of it. It's the full spectrum of human experience, the deepest pain and the and the highest joys. It's something that has been is a lifelong journey, I believe, and something that we may never finish or complete. But um, coming closer to a sense of wholeness within ourselves is so crucial if we want to not only heal ourselves, but also heal our lineage in both directions, our, our ancestral lineage and future generations as well. And I know that was a huge motivator for you on your healing path was you wanted to be able to um, be more healed. And so you didn't, you know, your son didn't have to come into the world having to work through some of that uh, karma, right? Mm -hmm. 
big time. And, and it's just so amazing how, how all this works and how much you can learn and how much, how many tools there are that so many of us never made, you know, don't know yet or didn't know existed because it is so important. It's so important. And then the best part is, and like you just said, as I learn, I get to teach my son tools too. So not only have I been working to not have him carry my baggage, but I'm doing my best and we're all going to make mistakes. I'm going to make mistakes. He's going to make mistakes. That's part of life, but he'll have the tools to not create his own baggage to then pass that on. Like we are literally healing our lineage, our family line. So I'm so glad that that you brought that up because it's it's so powerful. And everything you just said was so beautiful. This is such an amazing topic. Another thing too, um, I think, you know, therapy is amazing and therapy has definitely been a major tool for me in my journey personally. Um, but it wasn't until I started to learn about somatic healing and subconscious reprogramming that things really started to shift. Um, I fully support anyone who does talk therapy. I think talk therapy can be a really helpful tool. But what I noticed in my own journey was that I could only go to a certain point. Um, in my sessions with my therapist, it was almost like talking about it. It it was like, I was just kind of reliving the story. It was more time spent just trying to get this other person to understand my story and where I was coming from. And then they would give me, you know, some coping mechanisms and some, some, some healthy tools to kind of work through the symptoms that I was experiencing from those past experiences. But what I learned, um, you know, over the last like five or so years is that it's stored in our cells. Trauma is stored and actually passed through our DNA. Um, so the trauma that you experience in your that you've experienced in your life may actually not even be yours. Your nervous system can be programmed by your mother, by your father, by your ancestors, and the traumas that they experience will get passed down to you. Why? Because the body has protection mechanisms and the trauma that they experience will then go and travel through the DNA so that you are wired to already have that information so that you know how to avoid um, those experiences happening again. And I think there's just so much to be said about how intelligent our body is. And do we really know the full potential of, of what our body is really capable? You know, I, I don't know, but it's been such an incredible experience pairing somatic healing with other therapeutic tools and and methods for for inner healing. But what I've come to realize is that you cannot bypass the somatic aspect if you truly want to get to the nitty gritty to the bottom of it and really make a shift because yeah. those emotions and that trauma is in your body. And so how do we how do we deal with that. We have to move those emotions through our body to clear ourselves and to create space for, for a new belief or something, a new energy to come in and to take its place. So that paired with subconscious reprogramming has just been such a game changer. And I really feel like those two together, but somatic healing um, primarily has almost like expedited my journey, like, like years of therapy and a few somatic, uh, sessions. It's like there, it's like, I, I can't even describe how, how quickly I've been able to move through things that would have taken years of therapy, talk therapy to move through. It's so incredible for me to hear too, because um, as I go through things, I create things so that I can help people on their journey. And one of the things that I that you kind of touched on and that I like to do before I even knew, it's funny because before I even knew this was a thing, I was doing it. But I love doing tapping, like um, tapping the energetic freedom technique. You literally like tap on certain places of your body and it helps it to act your body to activate like your heart to really open up your heart space or wherever. Like if you're having the last retreat that we had during our breath work, I was having a very hard experience and I was tapping on my heart to assist me in a sense and to help the process of moving the trauma out of my body. And one of the things that I teach when I teach about money is I pair tapping with the limiting belief restructuring 
in that same way, because like you just said, it's so powerful when you put it to like, that's the key when you put these things together is that's the key. And I don't know if you want to talk more about some other ways that you can do it, but I feel like this is kind of a perfect segue into what we're offering because of the pairing that we put together, combining all these different things to create the class that we're we're going to start bringing forward for people. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that something that is extremely helpful that you can do on your own that actually was, I was reminded of last night during the manifestation workshop that I attended that Deanna hosted. Um, and I asked, uh, the host was speaking about different ways to manifest, but also the limiting beliefs that may, you know, be kind of the undercurrent that could be, you know, unconscious preventing you from manifesting and holding on to wealth. And my question um, to the host was, would it be helpful for us to journal, you know, our three biggest memories that stand out around money that we experienced in our childhood? And she gave me such an amazing rundown of a way to journal. Yes, it's amazing to journal those memories to kind of see and connect the dots of what your money story is and what your attachment is around the idea of having and generating wealth. Um, but also, it is so essential to ground your nervous system. And when she said that, it was like a something flipped, like a switch flipped in my body. And I literally just had this overwhelm and emotion just flood up to the top because I think that for so long, at least when it comes to wealth or money, that was kind of the missing piece. And I think when people don't know or aren't aware of how they can help themselves through this process, it can be a reason for them to kind of not really get into it. But step zero, I believe, is to ground your nervous system. If we don't feel safe in our bodies, we have no foundation to go in and rewire and hold space for ourselves. And creating a space of safety around us when we're doing this work is absolutely paramount. And um, this is also where reparenting comes in because as the host was explaining you can actually go into these memories as you, after you jot, ground your nervous system, take a few deep breaths, you know, tell yourself, I'm safe. I've got me. I love myself. Like I'm here for me. I'm here for all parts of me. And, um, and then go into these memories with the version of you that feels safe holding wealth and, zap that version of you into the memory you experience as a child around money and be with that version, be with her and say to her, I love you. You know, you're not alone. You're safe. It's okay. Like I've got you. And you go into these painful memories and give yourself what you needed, but didn't get at that time. And when you do this and you ground your nervous system, so you're in your body and you go to these deep places within your own mind and your own heart, it is revolutionary. And I think that that's why we're both kind of doing this because it is revolutionary and we do need more women and we do need more people on this planet in their bodies, you know, who are able to rewire their nervous systems so that we can be more living in our fullest expression, living in our full purpose. That's how we radiate out and affect others positively. And so I just thought that that was, that was so beautiful. And it was such a great reminder for me as well. Um, and so there is this whole aspect of, you know, self-development also being kind of this full circle moment where you get to be the parent or the caregiver to parts of yourself that felt like their needs weren't met. On a way, not that you need to fix or somehow erase that part of you, but you're actually embracing that part of you as it is and just letting yourself know on the deepest level that it's okay. This happened. You experienced a lot of negative energy. You didn't feel like you were in control and it led to a lot of pain and maybe suffering, you know, um, but 
we're here now and you're safe and I've got you. And that to me is, has been so, um, just so mind blowingly helpful in my journey. And I've seen it work wonders with others, with clients and classes. And so I just can't, I can't like shout it from the rooftops enough how much I hope and am happy to see more people getting curious about this kind of work. Absolutely. I mean, what a you, I'm so glad you brought it up because I was thinking about it before we started this call, how impactful it was for you. And so this is the technique of this is called resourcing. And I learned this is in NLP as well, which is your you're rewiring your brain language. And it's something that you can do with all of your stuff. It's so powerful for money and manifesting, which you're talking about, but anything with that inner child healing, which we know is so powerful and so important. So I had learned this in NLP, which is, um, your, rewiring your brain language. And we, you, we can use this not only for money and for generating wealth, but all, all of our traumas, especially any of that inner child work, which we obviously know is an absolute necessity for, for us to function properly and release these traumas. And so when you're going into these memories, you can, whether it's around money or just experiences that you've been in, when you drop into them and yeah, they're going to be super painful you can add a couple of things together. Tap on your heart. If your heart is hurting, tap on your heart, help to assist that to come out. But then even though you're in that moment, you focus on the adult version of yourself who is safe, who is in control, who has the ability to hold on to that little version of you and you know, drop into a really powerful memory, drop into unconditional love. Like my love for my son, there is, there is just no comparison. So if I drop into that, my love for him and feel that, and then bring that back to that moment when I'm in that painful scenario, when little me, when little Deanna is going through these hard things and fill her with that love that I now have for my son, that is going to, obviously it's not going to take away from what happened to you, but it's going to allow you to completely change how it affects you. And then we can move on from just living a life where we're licking that wound over and over and over again, repeating that same pattern because you're like, well, this happened to me, so I'm going to be this way. It's going to give you your control back. It's going to allow you to move forward from a place of self-power and confidence and forgiveness. And I can't harp on this enough because you're never forgiving someone for them. You're forgiving yourself for yourself. And the best way that I have found power in doing this through the things that have happened to me is knowing that everyone is doing the best that they can with what they have. And if someone, like kind of what you said, we'll go back to this, how my dad didn't intentionally hurt me by do, you know catering to the masculine aspects of, of myself. That's all he knew. And so he was doing the best he could with what he had. And he didn't intend for that to impact me or change the course of my life. So I love him and forgive him because he was doing the best he had, he could with what he had. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so powerful, such an amazing technique. It's so true. And I think like maybe the most important thing to highlight about the awareness and the techniques and the desire to go in and to do this processing with ourselves is, you know, everything that I have learned and everything that all the techniques and the tools that I now use on myself, I would have, I can't imagine how I would have come to this knowledge on my own. I did not do this alone. I did not become able to, to go to these places by myself. I had mentors, therapists, coaches, community, women's circles, retreats. It, I invested or courses. I invested and the books and podcasts who do help, but it's this community aspect. And this is how we've always healed. No one is meant to process this alone. You can't because when you're in an echo chamber of your own thoughts, you're constantly ba bouncing back and forth and it can, it can be maddening and it can be frustrating. And if you feel that you're alone in it, you're more likely to give up because I don't know, I guess this is just how I am. And this is how it's always going to be. That's the lie. 
And the truth is that you're not alone. And the truth is that none of us are meant to do this alone. In fact, it's counterintuitive to how we're designed as human beings. We thrive in connection. We heal in connection with others. It's how we make sense of our world around us. And one of the most healing experiences that I think like led me to kind of quantum leap into a different version of myself to really be holding space for others, for other women, especially is a healing retreat that I went on in California in 2020 back. Um, it was in March, actually, just before a couple of days before the whole world shut down. I almost didn't go, but I'm so happy that I did. And it changed the course of my life forever because I got to witness about 40 women all coming together to celebrate, to see each other, to be witnessed by each other, to connect with each other, to learn from each other, and to heal together. And I think that is kind of the key that goes along with the other keys. It's not just about your it's not just about having the awareness of your own inner turmoil and your own inner shit. It's not just about the desire to heal or these processes or these or subconscious reprogramming. I feel like taking back our power and taking back our energy is so intricately connected with who we surround ourselves with and our sense of community and our sense of belonging and feeling like we have safe spaces to come and be raw and be vulnerable and process through healing, healing methods like sound therapy or dance or sitting in circle with women and just sharing our stories and what we've been through. There's so many ways that you can go about it, but I just wanted to touch on how like vital your connection to a community that supports you is to this process. It's funny that you said that because that was the next thing I was going to say was to almost like preface all of that with, I almost don't recommend doing it alone because it's a lot. It's a lot to navigate. It can bring up a lot, which could send you spiraling. Um, it's It could be scary. It could be overwhelming. It I also did all of this or I'm here because of mentors, because of coaches, because of women's groups, because of the support. Um, I never could imagine and I never would have done and healed and been where I am now without the support of other people. Like you literally cannot do it alone. And I don't recommend it. Is there stuff you can do on your own? Absolutely. Um, but we're meant to link arms. Like literally we were never meant to do any of this alone. And I just keep laughing at the fact that you were talking about it being another key. These are all keys because um, the deck that I have next to me, the Oracle deck is the keys to the universe. So I keep looking at it. Um, but yeah, like it's all, it's almost like a recipe to make a cake. You need all the different pieces. And if you miss just one, it's going to affect the turnout of the, of the product. Um, and, and that's, that's what we're doing is we want to combine all, not all of the things, but a lot of the things that we know to be very powerful and very impactful to bring forward this course or bring forward this class to hold a safe space, have a high frequency container, do it in, in community, do it together um, and, and reclaim your power and release all of the things that aren't serving you. And our biggest component, one of the biggest components is movement. And that is such a powerful and simple, impactful way to release the traumatic residue in our body and the traumatic imprint in our body. And one of the things that I just want to say about, about movement and trauma is like, if you look at animals in the wild, or even think of like a dog who just got into a dog fight or a tiffed with another dog. What do they do after they shake their body? They shake out that, that energy. We don't do it because it'd be kind of weird if we just started shaking in public. So just for like us fitting in in society, we don't do it, but it is such a simple and powerful tool to get it out of our body, get that stuckness out, get that stagnancy out, get out the things that aren't serving you. And so that's that's the core, or I keep saying course, but the class that we came up with, we're calling it soul twerk. And we're so excited because it's meant to be a liberating experience where we reclaim our power in the safety and in the loving 
environment of other women and just letting Mm -hmm. our guard down and letting it all out Mm -hmm. in such a beautiful way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am so I'm so lit by you and by what we're creating, because I feel like we have similar paths in that we both needed safe space. Mm -hmm. We both needed support. We both Mm -hmm. needed people to see us for Mm -hmm. who we really are in our totality and to accept Mm -hmm. us as that. And so we created that, you know, it's like what your what do they say? Your mess is your message or like what you needed. You'll, you'll end up teaching. Um, and I fully, fully believe that. And I just think, you know, especially with trauma and just with things that are even internalized and repressed, um, that are like compounded, you know, it's like the memory of those things lives in the mind, but the emotions live in the body. Yes. We might think that we're over something, but there could be some stagnation in our root chakra and our sacral chakra that we have a nagging feeling of like, why don't I ever feel like I can relax? Why don't I ever feel like I can just feel chill and at ease in my body? And, you know, it's like, well, maybe you got some stuff kind of like backed up. Like I see, like, it's like a, like a drain that's clogged. You know, we do have these energy centers in our body and especially in the root and sacral chakras for women, you know, where our reproductive organs, our womb, our centers of creativity and safety are so vital because if your base chakras aren't operating or aren't clear and aren't free flowing, it's very difficult to build on top of that for everything else to be open and free flowing because your basic needs and your your basic sense of safety isn't being met on some level by you. There's the belief that something's still wrong. Something's replaying that I'm not safe. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Um, and I feel like somatic somatic healing and movement and community and safe space is like an on-ramp for you to really create a deeper relationship with yourself, create more of a sense of trust uh, with yourself through this practice of showing up and opening yourself up and shaking that shit out and twerking that shit out. And so soul twerk is the name. Soul twerk is the name. We're so pumped about it. And I, um, one of the things that really came up for me when I was first starting to heal or before I was healing, and I think I want to share this because I think that it'll really resonate with some people is who out there has the experience of when something good happens, you're like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like that is a telltale sign that there is some dysregulation that needs to be worked through. Like if you're just not thinking that if you're not in a place where you think like you can have good things happen and something bad doesn't have to happen because something good happened or like things are too good. There's a storm coming. Like that Mm -hmm. is a sure tell sign, tell tale sign that, that there is some stuff that needs to be worked through. And I want to build off of that even more. Kind of what you were just saying is the foundation, like your, your lower chakras are your foundation. And that is your basic. I am safe. I have enough money to survive. I know where my next meal's coming from. That's, um, you know, I am sexually safe. There are just, I am sexually expressive. Uh, there are lower, I can be joyful. I can be happy. Like our lower chakras are our foundation for everything. And we are innately spiritual beings, but we can't even dare think of having a spiritual experience if we aren't even having our core needs meant our our core necessities for survival meant. And so another thing that kind of came to me when you were saying that is there's there are people out there not people that are listening because at this point they know what I'm going to talk about what I'm going to share. But I feel like a lot of people who hear spirituality and who hear holistic practices and they think it's a crock of shit quite frankly that tells me in a lot of ways that their lower 
foundational chakras are still unstable because they can't even think and fathom of a world where you can love yourself and love others freely. And I am naturally and divinely abundant just by being. I don't need to prove my worth. I know that my bills are going to be paid. I know that I'm going to have a meal. I know that I have a roof over my head. I know my car is going to get me to work. Like people who don't know these things because that's not what their reality is reflecting at the time, it's hard to see past that. And so I think that that really ties into those lower chakras being balanced and open and catered to. And so we really want, we have this class so that we can work through all of your chakras, open them up, activate them, balance them. And like Savannah said, bring you back home to yourself, bring you back home to knowing that you are a spiritual being bringing you back home to knowing that you are safe within yourself, regardless of anything that's happened to you, knowing that it is safe to be yourself and express yourself no matter what society has told you, know that it is safe to have boundaries and ask for your needs to be met without worrying or putting yourself in a situation where you're not going to have that met, knowing that you are love and you are loved. And knowing that there is always a God or a higher presence, universe, creator with you and within you at all times. And so this is going to be such a powerful class for us to move our body, shake it out, twerk, get back to our our femininity and do it together. And we're going to do some, you know, mirror work, which is so difficult for people, even myself included, this is not something that I, I do all the time. And I know I do do it, but there was a time when like, I literally couldn't look at myself in the mirror and say, I love you. You are beautiful. You are safe. You are abundant. You are all these things. Like I literally couldn't look myself in the eyes. So we're incorporating this with our affirmations to really bring you just back home to yourself. Like I can't think of a better way to say that this, this class will help you heal, help you express yourself, help you remember your authentic self and bring you back home to yourself. And I love the flow. I love everything. Yes. To everything you just said. And the flow of the class is designed so that we work through each chakra, starting at the root, then the sacral, solar plexus, heart, the throat, which is kind of where that mirror work comes in. Um, and then transitioning up into the third eye, the upper chakras and the crown, that's going to kind of really nicely flow into a guided meditation after we are all warmed up and we've danced and we've moved and we've felt the strength and power within our physical bodies and the energy that we move through our physical bodies through the expression of twerking and dancing and doing these amazing strengthening movements to then sink down and be able to receive um a meditation and to be guided through um, a visualization to support the alignment of this new fresh energy that's coming in. Now that we've created space and moved all this stuff, we're going to invite in an even more supportive energy that will after class continue to assist us in our alignment process. And I feel like when you do practices like this, it immediately gets reflected back to you afterwards. I can speak for myself to say where it's like, whenever I've invested in a course or a class or something, it's immediately almost like tested afterwards. It's like, well, did you really, like, how calm do you really feel? Because, you know, here's this and it's like, oh, well, here's an opportunity to integrate everything I just did by showing up differently. Why? Because I've created and expanded the capacity for myself to do so now. Like what a way to break a pattern, what a way to pattern interrupt and break a cycle and step into a fuller version of yourself by how you respond and move through the world and respond to people and situations differently. It's empowering, really. And that's why I love that you chose that name, Empowered Collective, because that's exactly what it is. 
Mm-hmm. And I think too, like, so this is the Empowered Collective's first pop-up workshop and Savannah and I intend on offering this once a month. And we're really excited because she is, you're so in alignment with what, who we are and what we offer. And I love you just as a person and I love your energy. And I, I know this is going to be such a powerful and impactful event. And that is my purpose. And that is our purpose is to collectively help women, collectively help the collective, everyone, but like our specialty and our focus is, is really in just reclaiming ourselves and, and being able to offer this. So we're really excited to have it as a group. And I do want to say too, piggybacking off what you said, this is a practice. And that's another reason why we're doing this monthly, because it is a practice and practice means you need to practice it. Like it is a decision to keep getting better at it little by little. And it is definitely going to happen what you said with this and with all other healing modalities that you get this reflection point of like, okay, did the, are you going to make a different choice than you had before? Or are we going to keep repeating this loop, keep repeating this pattern? And once you make the decision that I'm going to make the, the higher choice for myself, I don't want to say the better, but the higher choice for myself, that is what's going to then keep replaying in your reality. And this is how you make quantum leaps. This is how you make changes. This is how you change your reality by making the higher choice and continuing to incorporate that into who you are and how you show up in the world and then reflecting that that cycle in a higher way. I just want to say, because I felt inspired when you said that, that it starts with choosing you. And I think one of the effects of trauma is self-betrayal. Um, because we don't feel safe. Our nervous systems are dysregulated. We've been through the ringer emotionally, mentally. And so it becomes a lot easier to live a life where you're seeking externally to fill a void that doesn't feel like it can ever be filled. And it certainly will never be filled as long as you seek externally. And I, I, I feel this deeply from my own experience, you know, and it did begin with forgiving myself for all of the times that I betrayed myself to just feel numb, to just feel anything other than the pain of the memory of what I had experienced. Right. Um, but through this process of community, of self-forgiveness, of mirror work, mirror work played a huge role in uh, the practice of self-forgiveness for me and by surrounding myself with other women who felt safe and who supported and saw me in my highest light, it like was a permission slip that I needed to really be her, to be that virgin. And I feel like there has to be other women out there who have been through similar things or who are on the similar journey and just need the same. And so I'm excited for this class and for it to be recurring because there's something about being able to return to a space with people who you know and are familiar with and feel safe with and are able to really open up and bloom with. And, um, you know, that's why we're doing this, because not only do you deserve it, but the world needs it. We need it more more than ever. So I hope... and listening like it takes this as an opportunity to reflect on how you can choose you and if you choose to come to class that would be amazing because I would love to connect with other like minds and support you on your journey and really use this as an embodiment practice along with your other practices that you may have um but overall to come back time and time again over and over again choose you I just want to add on that. What came to me from you saying that is like one of the hardest forgiveness is hard in itself. One of the hardest things to do is to forgive ourselves, to take that accountability in forgiving ourselves. And so if you do choose to come that decision in itself, that choosing to want to heal, that choosing to open space for your healing, that in itself is going to be life-changing Um, choosing to hold space for yourself and be in a space to heal 
is going to have such an impact on yourself and others. So yes, we hope to see you there. We're so excited. What are the details? I'll obviously have um, the Eventbrite linked in the show notes, but it's Saturday, June 3rd at 7 p.m. It is going to be in person at the club in Hamburg. If you cannot attend in person, do not worry. It will also be streamed virtually, and we do will have the ability to purchase the recording after as well. So there are all the ways to be there with Sav and I, and we just cannot wait. Um, this is going to be such a beautiful offering and I cannot wait to watch it grow and all the amazing connections that we get to make with everyone and just growing the circle because that is my favorite thing is just expanding these incredible, powerful, beautiful connections. It's time. It's time to come together. It's time to step into your fullest potential. It's time to get aligned with the truest version of you and to be seen as that. And we can we can't wait. I can't wait to see you, to support you, to move energy with you, and to be together. And to twerk with you. Mm, mm, and twerk. Mm, mm. <laughs> Well, Sav, thank you so much for getting on. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Um, If you truly listened, I feel like there is probably some heavy memories that are coming up for you. And just know that we are holding space for you. If you need to talk, we are here. Both of our, obviously, Savannah's Instagram will be tagged. So I can speak for both of us when I say our messages, our our inboxes are open for you. Um, Remember, you are never alone. And yeah, we're just holding space. We love you. We can't wait to connect further. We can't wait to see you. And that that is all. We'll wrap it up. I love you all so much. I, ha- I hope you have the best day. I hope you have the best week. And I will see you next Monday. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more, you can follow me on Instagram at Empowered with Deanna and my personal page, Fit Deanna Lolita. You can also visit me on my website, which is DeannaMerlinoFit.com. Make sure that whatever platform you guys are listening on, please rate and subscribe. And this means so much to me. It's going to help get me out there to help so many other people. I'm so grateful that you're here with me on this journey of wellness and self-empowerment. I cannot promise that it will always be easy, but I do know that it will always be worth it. Stick with me and together, let's start living as the version of us that we were meant to be because the world is waiting for your gifts and you deserve to live the life of your wildest dreams and beyond. So friends, let's get empowered.